I'm Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Carcino. I'm Chris Smith. And I'm Randy Cote. And we're talking taco time. Fresh, fresh, delicious. And we welcome to the pod this week a very special guest, the person who is behind this sudden surge of talking taco time content that included, as we discussed in our last uh, last podcast with Alicia Vermillion from Seattle Met Magazine, her feature story on the taco time divide, and then subsequently following up on that evening magazine on king five running oh, yeah. a story on talking taco time <laughs> last week and you can all trace this back to episode six of the dear elite reviewer podcast <laughs> and we welcome in the co-host of that podcast james Lim. thanks for joining us yeah thanks for having me guys i'm, uh, I'm glad i could help <laughs> so <laughs> on an episode with chef melissa miranda of musong co-host amy faulkner mentioned there's no such thing as a restaurant everyone likes and if if there was one restaurant that was a good fit for everybody. McDonald's. Taco time. Oh. I hate taco time. Oh, I just remembered because taco you're also time. from here. Taco time is the best. No. There we go. You are from here. That's Otherwise, true. it's total Bro. garbage. Natural soft tacos. And they oh, man. Dubbed themselves the indigenous north or the northwest indigenous taco. How is that okay? Because of delicious. And that sauce, no. they're like, they're like, Red sauce salsa thing is the best. I would buy jars of that. So okay. With the it's, tater tots. Ugh. No, they're not tater tots. Don't call them Mexi fries. That's messed up. Well, you're the one <laughs> supporting I said tater tots. But you're supporting <laughs> a local business. You're right. I am supporting no. local business. Thank you. My no. consumption of natural soft tacos, no. number five large with Those are tea. burritos, by the way. Yes. Tiny burritos. Nope. There's no beans in them. And people like people in the Pacific Northwest are so like there's <laughs> called Taco Taco Time. Is there? If you did not know. Oh, I gotta follow oh, that. Follow yeah. Eric it's too, good. if you're listening, that is the podcast for you. <laughs> I'm excited, and you can't go Taco Time International because it's a no. different thing. No. Oh. Even wow. when you cross the border into Oregon, the Taco Time is different. It's whack. So oh, maybe it's better. No. Impossible. Oh. Way more fresh. <laughs> I'll say that. I also have this like really strong memory because after soccer games, my dad would take us to Taco Time. Yeah. Walk mm -hmm. walk yeah. in the shop with cleats on. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it's the best. I I can't. I, I don't even know what we <laughs> for that because my mind just went blank. That uh, <laughs> yeah. two people that can make such good food would eat such terrible food. Oh. <sighs> All right, well, there we go. One restaurant. <laughs> it's really hard listening to other people podcast and not jump in. Yeah. <laughs> As if you're part Bullshit. of the conversation. <laughs> James, you were on fire on this podcast, though. Thank you were dropping knowledge. Yeah. I'm impressed. It was you know, like, you had you ever listened to Talking Taco Time beforehand, <laughs> or are you just hyper aware of Taco Time? No, no, no. I, I had no, I actually, I apologize. I had no idea that this podcast existed. No, so, that's fine. I, yeah. I'm just impressed. You broke it down with the ingredient. It was like you were the fifth talking taco time co-host. Right <laughs> That's and an the honor. Yeah. TTI, the the organ divide, the the oh, ingredients yeah. in specific menu items. That's you're the right. The fact that it's a number five combo. Yeah, <laughs> number five got me. That's how I knew we we're doing this for real. Dude, the thing <laughs> is, so I used to work in a gym, and so of course, working in a gym meant I would literally worked out every single day, if not twice a day. And I would go home and every day on my way home, I would get a number five larger than iced tea. And it was $11 and 41 cents. Yes. Wow. Like, the fact the that thing. you still know that is amazing. Yeah. That was like 10 years ago. Hey, back, back, back in the day when I was working there, that shit was, uh, well, at least the number three was $5 and 73 cents. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I would say though that article that came out that Alicia wrote, I was, I actually had no idea how much prep went into a taco time prep day. And I feel justified. You should. Let me be the first to say, James, welcome to the war on Taco Time International. You sound like you are, <laughs> you you need no primer. He's on the front lines, man. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's something they've been playing up on social media much more. So now I think people, they know that that's a good place for them to highlight the amount of prep that goes in to distinguish them from Taco Bell, which was occasionally a source of confusion for people on Dear Elite Reviewer. When you continued asking everyone this question, uh, whether they like taco time to find out whether they're locals or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has that carried out? We know season two of Dear Elite Reviewer is coming soon. Has that carried over? Is the taco time question still on the uh the rundown? It is for now. It's I think it's just like a staple. It's uh taco time and then is the customer always right? Th those two questions are always gonna be the staple questions until probably until we get the taco time guys on. Have you had them on? Yeah, we had uh Robbie Tonk and the president has been on a couple of times with us. <sighs> Man, I think we reached out and they haven't responded to us. We'll, we'll have to see what we can do, right? I got oh, yeah. text if you want. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was the one co-host talking bad about taco time. I think that would be so funny when she has to like meet her <laughs> reckoning of like all the shit that she talks. <laughs> I mean, especially on a podcast that is all about, in her case, it's not anonymous, but people anonymously talking about restaurants and then having to like be confronted with the reality of that as the people who run the restaurants. Yeah. We've had that conversation though. I was like, what are you going to do if we have them on? And she's like, you know what? It's going to be weird, but I'm going to own up to my feelings, which is like kind of like our whole thing, right? It's like, if you're going to review a restaurant, stand up for it or don't, you know? So we sort of went through, I think some of the usual taco ta talking taco time questions in that segment uh, we got your taco time credentials for sure. Uh, is is that your still your go to order the number five at taco time? You know, I uh, I'm 37, and so my doctor is more like, "Hey, ease up on your heart," because um, I don't know if you guys have ever been into my shop, but it's all it's none of it's healthy. Like none of the food that we sell is healthy, and so <laughs> it, it's it's done a number on me. Um, so I go. So you're eating the, more taco time, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's just, much uh, better for you. <laughs> eat fresh man <laughs> um it's the the vegetarian i've been hitting the vegetarian a little bit more but like uh more i'm eating at home a lot more these days but if i do taco time it's vegetarian now yeah you're saying we had the uh, chicken and waffles and then the fruity pebbles french toast or yep sounds right that wasn't healthy you're telling me <laughs> <laughs> fruity pebbles french toast <laughs> oh man that sounds bomb i remember that being really good it was, but yeah. So oh, when man. you say in vegetarian, though, are you getting the veggie soft taco, or you're just getting like, okay, yeah, the veggie soft taco, those pumpkin the seeds, veggie soft taco me. slaps. Yeah, it does. Tristan, you're gonna let this reference to pumpkin seeds go by without jumping I, in. We here? just we all ride for pumpkin <laughs> seeds, right? I feel like this is unanimous across the board. I'm pretty indifferent about the pumpkin seeds, but I support you guys. You know what I'm saying? I never think of it, and I haven't had it in a long time, so I don't know if I like it. James's knowledge of Taco Time, though, like I, <laughs> you're definitely the most knowledgeable guest we've. I mean, before Randy was like when Chris was sort of a guest, and Randy was made a co-host. Those are the only people who knew as much about Taco Time. Well, also Robbie knowledge. Tonkin. <laughs> Tonkin. Well, I mean, that's maybe. like that's like nepotistic knowledge, isn't it? <laughs> it's an unfair advantage at the very yeah. least. Sure. Oh, yeah, he wasn't working at the South Center Mall during Christmas on the fucking fry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was working at Seahawks games, though, on the register. Like That was nice. She, you know, hey, no, he, thanks, he's, Robbie. He's, been in it. He, he's, he's done the damn thing. Wait, Seahawks games? They had a taco time in the stadium briefly. Yeah, on the, on the main concourse at the Seahawks stadium for two one season, two seasons? One, one season. I think it was only for yeah. 2019. Very One limited season. Yeah, limited uh, menu. Because I have I have season tickets for the Sounders, but I'm like on the pro shop side, so I never I never venture out. They didn't have it open during Sounders games. They had it like uh, when they were they were testing it out once, and they had it open during the Sounders game. And uh, my sister went to go get food, and she came back with Taco Time, and I was like, "Where the fuck did you get that?" <laughs> She was like, "This taco time over there." I'm like, "No, there's not. <laughs> like, I'm here every week. No, no, there is not." Yeah. And then, uh, but she was right. That was, but they were just testing it. So then, after that, it was only open during the Seahawks games and like never during Sounders and MLS Cup. I, I had it at MLS Cup. I'm pretty oh. sure. Oh, did you? Yeah. 
which was which was that year. That was a big source of controversy among Sounders fans. It feels like there's a really strong Sounders Taco Time crossover, given how many huh. fans wanted them to sponsor the jerseys. And so oh, the kids, yeah, still... people mocked up. Yeah, people mocked up the Taco Time as a kit sponsor. And I think especially the the, the Providence thing was like, wow, yes. Sounders, it was uh, right yeah. there. Why didn't you go with Taco Time? <laughs> they just, <laughs> hey, Taco Time does not have enough money for for that. But That's yeah, we true. would love it. Shout mm-hmm. out to uh, in our in our hearts, uh, tallest coop on Twitter. I feel like she had the best design. It was like a purple and shit. Sounders jersey with the taco time on there. That was probably the best one. I, I saw. took, I, uh, I ironed off the Providence logo from my Bruce Lee kit. So, ow, might be a, might be a good taco time spot. There we go. <laughs> Make your own. People have been doing it on Reddit. Like, people are making their own and putting them on. Yeah. Wow. I've been seeing those. Yeah. Someone did it, took it off and put uh, their own like pro choice that looks like the uh, yeah. Providence logo. A I lot really of cool love stuff. The idea of- Taking off Providence and then putting on another still a corporate sponsor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just an aspirational corporate sponsor. There you go. Just, yeah. Just looks weird without it advertising on the front. You know? <laughs> yeah, the purple design really harkened back to like the USL era Sounders uh, jerseys yeah, like- back when they had the, uh, the, the Orca is their mascot. Was it the light purple, like 80s style, 90s style taco time? It was. It's a little darker purple, I think, but it's it's pretty close. That purple and that green together is, in my opinion, the greatest color combination <laughs> in the entire world. If only you could buy merchandise that <laughs> featured that combination someday. Maybe. Hey, well, you know what? One sweet day next year is the new logo for, yeah. the, for the Sounders. The Sounders are releasing yes. a new crest. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys are all big Sounders fans too. Yes, we do. Oh, we, yeah. yeah, Chris. Yeah, I feel like Chris is our chief Sounders fan. Got it. For sure. For sure. He's also got season tickets on the pro shop side. So you may be not far apart from each other yeah. in the stadium. 131. 132. Oh, shit. Wow. Look at this. Look at this. Wow. It's another talking <laughs> taco time miracle. <laughs> Next time you guys smuggle Chris burritos into the stadium, you can meet up and oh, share yeah. them. You don't got to smuggle them. You're allowed to yeah, take them in. I was going to say, you can oh. probably just bring them in. I've done it. We discussed this on the Pelton cast. This was about T-Mobile Park and them allowing you to bring in ser- single servings of food and uh, asked the listener what their favorites were for a story that Alicia was working on. But Sounders it's in, and Seahawks, obviously, same concept. So, all right. Do you have any former Taco Time favorites that are no longer on the menu? Dude, I don't only because my taco time order, I think since like my teens has been the same. Like it was, it was always natural soft taco beef to the point where I forgot that chicken was even an option. So it's like, that's like always been it for the last like 20 plus years. Did you ever do the straight up soft taco or is natural soft taco for life? It was a natural soft taco for life for sure. When I was a kid, I'd do like the the little crisp burritos and stuff like that. But other than that, uh, it was a, it was a comfort food. What is the difference between the natural soft taco and a normal soft taco? The wheat tortilla and the uh, natural has beans as well. Oh, the regular one doesn't have beans. No, you can add them for free, but it doesn't. It doesn't naturally. Yeah, back in the day, it wasn't like added for free. It was like, then you could just get like a natural on a flour tortilla or whatever you wanted beans on it. But uh, oh, you do like the sub move. Yeah, yeah. There used to be a lot of that. Now it's like, you know, I have some issues with the customization options on the app lately, but just how they select certain items you can't customize. The fucking regular Baja Taco. I'm looking at I'm looking at you, Baja Taco. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you can't do anything to that. All I want to do is add some cheese and corn salsa. You know what I'm saying? But on the shrimp Baja, you can fucking do whatever you want on there i got just shrimp lettuce and the uh uh whatever that is chili sauce on there what about the idea that like they've curated a menu for you yeah but they've curated the ingredients you know what i'm saying like those are all the ingredients everything on the menu is pretty much the same ingredients you know just put together differently 
Yeah. I, I got to say though, as a restaurant owner, we don't do modifications. Um, we'll like take things off, but like, there's no subs. Like mm-hmm. people ask us all the time. If we like, Hey, can I get fries instead of the salad? And we go, no. Um, <laughs> and cause we used to do it and people would be like, I didn't like this. And we're like, yeah. Cause you kind of fucked it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I swear on this podcast. Sorry. Yes. No, that's a, you. You are correct. I think in most regards, but it's like you know, I worked there a long time, and you yeah. make shit in the back, and you you know, you make whatever you want, and totally. Like I know it's good, and I'm not gonna complain <laughs> about it. But I, mean, I think uh, what's confusing about this is just the fact that it's like the soft taco again. You can go anywhere you want with that, but the Baja taco, you don't have that same option to customize. I, yeah. I think so. The question that you ask on the Dear Elite Reviewer podcast is Is the customer always right? And it sounds like for me, 99% of the time, my answer is I would just want to eat whatever. If I'm going to a restaurant that is a quality restaurant, I want to eat whatever the chef has prepared, right? I don't, I want, yeah. that's how I want to eat the food. If I'm going to Taco Time, it's a little <laughs> bit different of experience, partially yeah. because I've been to Taco Time 10,000 times. But also because, no offense, the little like half moon tomatoes that they have in the soft taco are bad. And they're much worse than pico in the soft taco, right? Like fair. So, sometimes taco time has curated the menu wrong, right? <laughs> if it was naturally with, with, with the beans too, being able to add the beans to the soft taco and being able to add pico to the soft taco and the white corn salsa to the taco, it means that it becomes a much better soft taco then, and I'm, this is an objective opinion. This is not even just in my own personal opinion. It's just a better soft taco, right? We can all agree on this, right? Yeah, we built we built the entire podcast on this subject. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. It's fine. Uh, the like, especially with the soft taco and the pico. I used to be like, no tomatoes. Let me get pico. Uh, now I just I don't even take the tomatoes off. I'm just like throw the pico in there, and I'll eat the tomatoes too. I also feel like the app, having the app is a little bit of a barrier for entry here. It's like different than someone just coming through the drive through and making a bunch of modifications. Like we've shown a commitment to taco time already. <laughs> I downloaded the app. <laughs> we know that we're, we're not just coming in here and messing around. We know what we're doing. I really, I, I think I get anxiety now if I have to actually order at a taco time. Can't do it. I'm like, I don't, I don't trust this. That was mentioned in the the written evening article by the producer, Ann Erickson, who we should shout out here and, and thank for uh, spotlighting us. She mentioned in there that we were all standing around the counter ordering off of our phones because <laughs> of the fact that it's so much easier to customize based on that. Than if well, we they have been... you order on the screen primarily now also. Yeah. Right? And yeah, literally there was not like a person there to take our orders. And so. <laughs> on the screen, you can't get your rewards points. What? You can't scan your QR code to pay. You can only pay at the, the kiosk with a card. You can't like, so I was like, oh, surely there's a way for me to scan the QR code and pay with my things so I can get my points. No, you're paying with a card and you're missing out on your points. I, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Is it crazy to say that? I didn't even know there was an app. Yes. I, ex- I exclusively is- drive through. I only drive through. Uh, I think you've just been demoted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's what you I was nervous of this whole rise, time. A sharp rise and a deep fall. Right there. I mean. Hey, Super Mario had like 89 coins and he just lost like at least 20. <laughs> we, I feel like we don't even need to sell you on the app, but the answer is you yeah. should download the app because sometimes taco time drive throughs can take a long time to go through. I when I if if I order after I think it's eight p.m. Yep, where you have to go through the drive-through to get your app order. I'm just like, Oof. it's work to do, right? But to be able to roll up and grab it from the shelf, it's heaven, right? It is the perfect taco time experience. Yeah, and you don't have to try to explain to somebody, you know, to James right now. I don't. It just feels. <laughs> I don't know. I. I, I uh, it just feels like an experience. It feels like an experience. It's just like. Hey, I'm gonna go to the Inner Bay Taco Time, and we're gonna sit in line for 30 minutes. <laughs> kind of like you submit to that. It's part of the fun. Hey, I yeah. can understand that. It's like it's worth it. Like I don't care if the lines this long. Like that, it's it's worth it. I'm willing to sit here, and I'm not really gonna get upset about it because I know I'm getting fucking Taco Time. Exactly. You made the choice. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel that. I for me, it's like the inner bay one is the closest one to my work, and that's where I would be like, I would go and dine in there, and I want them to like bring it out on a tray on a platter, and it feels like you're having this like very fast, casual sit down experience. But in a world where that drive through is a thirty minute wait, in ten minutes I leave my office, pick up my taco time, and I am back at my desk eating that taco time. Yeah, and I have twenty more minutes to do whatever it is I do with my day. Uh-huh. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> give totally more labor fair. probably uh, to your employer. <laughs> now, uh, we would we would all love to give labor to our employers, um, but they're all great. We all work at very great places. But the thing that I've noticed through the recent social media um, renaissance from taco time is i think the thing that they're highlighting is how much closer taco time is to chipotle rather than taco bell you see it's like all of the shit that there is in the front end of chipotle with the open kitchens it's all happening back there it's not like a mystery it's literally only three feet further probably you know behind the counter and that's why I think the customizations, when you go to Chipotle, you're used to going through and being like, I want that. Mm. I don't want that. Right. I don't know where you stand on Chipotle, James, but. Are you asking me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I I think I think it's so different, though, because like a taco time thing is like we have this thing for you. And this is how again, I'm not saying you can't mm-hmm. customize because y'all are obviously huge customization. People. <laughs> um, they, they, you know, at least they have a base recipe that you can work off of. But Chipotle feels more like a buff, like a burrito buffet. Yeah. Plus, like when I went to the UW, uh, that one on the Av gave me diarrhea like three times in a row. So I'm, <laughs> I'll go to Chipotle, just not the one on the Av. I like I'm not opposed to Chipotle, but I probably haven't had it in like three years. Yeah, same. But uh, you're you're right about the menu, and I mean the uh, customizations we do really aren't you know nothing crazy. It's like add a couple things pretty much. But yeah, Chipotle. Then yeah, you feel. Uh, Oh, I don't even know what I want. I got to pick everything I want, like on the fucking spot. Yeah, it's like lunch ladies, right? You yeah. Just walk up and they just kind of <laughs> slop it into your burrito. Yeah. <laughs> slop it up real nice there. Yeah. And they <laughs> can just... never roll it because you put too much in it. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get, yeah, that's what, you know, with the customizations, when you, when I worked at Taco Time, I'd be like, all right, this person's crazy. I'd be like, you know, you can't, we can't fit all that in there or whatever <laughs> you know but just you know be reasonable so the customer is not always right if the customer is never always right i mean i think that saying came from like not necessarily like what everyone uses it as like the customer is always right but more like uh you know with the market uh, dude you know. no way i had a i actually had a customer recently who left a super long yelp review where she very specifically wrote in there the customer was always right. And I don't respond to, <laughs> I don't respond to Yelp reviews anymore, but that one I responded to because she blatantly lied in it, like hardcore lied in it. So I was like, listen, I don't do this anymore, but I'm going to make an exception for you. And I kind of clapped back at her. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's funny. When I read reviews, like if every review has a clap back, I'm like, okay, there's something going on here. Yeah. But just like the once in a while, you're like, oh, that person fucked up for sure. I don't know if we fully want to go yet down the Yelp rabbit hole nah. here because uh, I, I already <laughs> I went on a about this cast. on the Pelton cast recently. Yes. What is, how do how do Taco Times rate on like sites? I've never even looked. The, would, the one I, would... I looked at, and we'll discuss why later in this podcast, was a three star <laughs> on Yelp. <laughs> okay, okay. So. Yeah, I can see um, them getting negative reviews for service at certain times. You know, certain times of the day, certain locations, but other than that, I don't know. and also it could be from out of towners. <sighs> yeah, who went went to the wrong taco time? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that leads us into what? What is your experience with Taco Time International? Clearly, you know about the the divide. I think, man, I think it was like a band trip. So I was a big band geek in high school, and. uh I don't know where we were. Uh, we were a pretty competitive school, but like we, I think it was, I want to say it was like Eastern Washington or something, but we went to a taco time and we were just like, what is this? And like us being stupid high school kids, we didn't even eat it. We just ended up like throwing it into the road. 
because just like <laughs> yes, I didn't, I didn't like it that Zap much. It. This is what we love to hear. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's pretty you, much my only experience of Takatama International. You just got thirty more coins. Yeah, dude. you're back on Takatama <laughs> exactly. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, uh, might might have just gotten a one up there for using this Mario analogy. Yeah, He's yeah. crossed a hundred coins. <laughs> <laughs> the road. What dumb high school kids. It sounds like you're pretty smart high school kids. <laughs> sounds pretty uh, smart yeah, to me. Yeah, no, yeah. I think uh, I think that was like my first and last Taco Time International experience. Grand opening grade closet. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I call that anybody... a two-tripper. First time and last time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Again, you may have answered this with the comment about waiting in line in Interbay. Is that your favorite Taco Time location? Oh man, I don't know if I have a favorite. It's um, man, how I feel so silly saying this, but it's like, it's like friends. It's like friends, right? You have specific people you bond with, but which is taco time. And then at different stages of your life, you have different friends. Like when you're a kid, you have like these. Like when I was a kid, it was Canyon Park, and then like in my late teens, well, I'd say like my early twenties mostly was uh, Linwood, and then. Now it's inner bay slash um, like the Shilshul. Is it? I don't know what, what we consider that one. The Ballard one. The Ballard one's the one I go to now because I live here. So, but I don't play favorites. I, I can't choose between all of my Taco Time friends. You, you, guys, <laughs> have, you guys have been to all of them though, right? Oh, uh, Randy's close. How many have you been to, Randy? I've been to 69 of the 79 taco <laughs> There's 79 nice. locations? Yes. Holy crap. I didn't realize that. <laughs> the Empire lost 10 coins. <laughs> <laughs> I love this new like uh, tracking system for our guests. We really want to make sure they know exactly where they stand throughout the interview process. The guest is not always right. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> I thought it was like maybe 40 something, but man, 79. Damn. That's an empire. Yeah. To take you behind really? the scenes of the evening shoot, Randy was asked this question, how many locations have you been to? And lied because he did not want to say 69 is is his answer on the air. Wait, what? He didn't want I to said, say I 69 said, on TV. I said, so I said, I yeah, I said sixty-eight because I was like, evening's a family show. I don't want to say sixty-nine <laughs> on TV. Dude, but that's where you get the street cred. I know, and I was very quickly uh reminded of this by everyone present. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even include that in the it was like No, they no, cut it. They were like, What a fake out. Sixty eight. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing it didn't scuttle the entire uh segment. That's true. It didn't b- blow our entire integrity. And that, that was, I think that was part of it. It's like, well, that's not the true fact. So we can't report it. <laughs> like we know. I told them after, yeah. I was like, I was like, by the, by the way, it's 69. I assumed that they were going to cut it because they can't report. You know, I think I saw her immediately scratch, scratch it off. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic standards here. Yeah, For sure. Correct. So in the spirit of dear elite reviewers, I wanted to spend some time talking about reviews. Okay. Being a podcast, we don't have Yelp reviews, obviously. What we do have are iTunes reviews. Not quite equally influential, but similarly influential. So I wanted to highlight first off a couple of recent uh, iTunes reviews of Talking Taco Time. The first... What? The first since 2018. (laughs) This page had laid laid dormant (laughs) for five years. Until the Seattle Met article. This is... Oh, God. So the first one uh, from Scott David P., uh, titled, It Feels So Good to Be Part of a Community. There we Lifelong go. Taco Time Enthusiast. It Feels So Good to Connect with Other Taco Time Lovers. I Wish I Could Give This Six Stars. Wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow, wow Scott. What a, what a, what a dream. <laughs> this, this one's even better. From West Coast... Community. <laughs> yeah. From West Coast Carriage House. I had never tried Taco Time Northwest until I listened to this podcast on a whim. Now I'm addicted. Thank you for giving me this gift. I am a changed man. Wow. Dude, you guys should get commissions for this. <laughs> I, we are out here changing lives. <laughs> Spreading the gospel. Putting little like natural soft tacos in every hotel room. <laughs> wow. Right? At, on the pillow. 
Carriage <laughs> Reviewer. Was that what was the name? West Coast <laughs> Carriage House. <laughs> Full page ad, West Coast Carriage House. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the other side of the review spectrum. Oh, no. oh <laughs> here we go. Get ready for some trash. You this, is not, this is not from Talking Taco Time. Taco Time, oh, okay. perfect five stars across the board. Oh, you did, <laughs> you had to dip into the Pelton Cast. I went into the Pelton Cast archives. <laughs> and Tristan knows this one. Our favorite Peltoncast <laughs> review was a one-star review from the Seahawk112221. Unhappy with one of Tristan's comments about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is 8th through 15th, which is where Tristan said he ranked in the NFL among quarterbacks at that point. Never listening again. Wow. Give it time at Seahawk112. <laughs> yeah, when when <laughs> was that? Yeah. That was at when the was end that? of the 2015 season. After I the believe? Seahawks missed the playoffs, the or first 16? time they missed the playoffs with Russell Wilson. I said that, and all I say about my takes is give it time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eight, well, like, over a long enough time. It's not bad. <laughs> no. eight, eight, yeah. eight to 15 would be considered generous for Russell Wilson now. <laughs> wow. That's not the worst. Wrong. That's it. That's the only one-star review that anyone has left of us. There's been some one-star ratings, which we assume came from 49ers fans after Ben Baldwin posted the uh, Seahawks-Niners preview last January and Tristan's rant about this, the Niners. I feel like if I ever reviewed a podcast, it's either going to be one or five. Like, what? How am I justifying a three-star, you know? Well, sometimes Dak Shepard is pretty funny, but then... I- <laughs> But also, why one star a, a podcast? Just turn it off. It's not yeah. <laughs> yeah. for it. Like that's the craziest thing. Food you pay for. Just turn yeah. it off. <laughs> Wild. Wait, we're giving away this content for free. <laughs> <laughs> the same with that Niners preview. All I had to do was give it time because the Eagles did to the Niners what I said the Seahawks might. Uh, I suppose. I, I don't so. know if you got a Brock Purdy injury on that bingo card necessarily. Mm. It just had paid the guy to fuck his arm up. (laughs) (laughs) January 2018, for the record, was that one-star review. So Interesting. But yeah, that's the thing is like, let's be honest, like podcast reviews actually should be a bell curve and they're not (laughs) at all. They're only on either end of the curve, one star or five stars. Almost nobody ever rates anything a three star or a four star. And let's be honest, most podcasts are probably a three or a four star. At best. best. (laughs) I mean, restaurants are the same way too, though. Restaurants and cafes, it's all fives and fives and ones. And then you got like the reviewers who are like, you know, if you want to get a five star from me, you really got to blow my socks off. But the problem is the algorithms are all set up so that if it's not a five, it's a bad review. If it's got to be a five or it's nothing. Right. I, I usually, I look at like four and fives and ones. I, like I never really check in the in-betweens. Yeah, it's I mean, like, what, what could be so bad that it was a one? And most of the time it's like something that I might not even care about. Yeah. And it's like, you know, cause everyone's trying to compete between the four and the five, right? It's 4.0 to five. That's, that's where everyone's trying to actually sit. So like, cause well, I guess you said taco time is a three, right? But I don't, I don't know that anyone's like decide making their decision on whether to go to taco time based on Yelp. <laughs> Yelp <laughs> exactly. Taco time. <laughs> Like either you're going or you're not. Yeah, only the you know the outsiders who don't know, and they you know they're not going to fucking like it anyway. But this True. is my my single biggest complaint with Yelp is that like what goes in the criteria that go into your rating have nothing to do with the criteria that go into my rating because most people's re- exactly are like primarily based on service and especially in a world where takeout is so prominent, like I really do not care about service at all. I just want the best, highest quality food. I am competing for that at all times. And so give me give me the place that's lower rated on Yelp but has better food over the place that has better service but not as good food any day. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this service has to be so bad that I would, you know, get upset about it. But don't you kind of like antagonistic service also? Not that, like if it's a, you know, a no, I don't, I just, I don't like incomp, you know, just incompetent service. Yeah. That would be like the only thing I would complain about. We're just like being completely ignored is, is annoying. But again, for the right food, happy to do it. 
And then, but yeah, but no, if it's that bad, then you just leave, like turning off the podcast, you know, it's like, I guess they don't want me here or whatever. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to be here anymore, you know, either. So <laughs> feelings mutual. Yeah. So we did come across this Yelp review from Andy who had this to say at the Des Moines Taco Time Northwest location. The guys on the Talking Taco Time podcast were talking about the limited time taco burger, so I had to try it. It's like their version of a torta or a sloppy joe. Definitely interesting. Can't explain it, so I guess you'll have to try it for yourself. I grew up eating at Taco Time Northwest. It's a Seattle thing, and my history with them goes all the way back to childhood. One of my high school friends worked at the White Center location. I used to stop by the one near the West Seattle Bridge on my way to my best friend's house. I used to frequent the one near SeaTac Airport when I parked at the Tequila Light Rail Station. Four stars. I mean, uh, <laughs> I can't explain it. You've been going to Taco Time your whole life, and you can't explain. Oh, it's like a Chris Taco, uh, but it's on a <laughs> bun with Thousand Island dressing. I mean, I think Torta or <laughs> or Sloppy Joe kind of does explain it. But I do agree people need to try it for themselves. Where did you find this review? I was searching for Taco Taco Time, and that popped wow. up. Wow. <laughs> is, that, is that burger good? I haven't tried it yet. Five stars. It's from, yeah, especially compared to back in the day when I, you know, started working there like 20 something years ago, we had a taco burger. It was just like a shit fucking hamburger bun, you know? So now, now it has this like brioche bun. That's just, it's like perfect combination with the rest of the ingredients. It's like not panini though. No, <laughs> no, not definitely no, not. No. <laughs> oh God. Along the lines of our customization conversation, when it was just a test item at the three locations where we initially reviewed it, you could not customize it at all. Now that it's fully on the menu everywhere, we have had that ability. So do we want to discuss the the kind of taco burger hacks we've attempted and what we've found so far? Yeah. I, it's funny because uh a few people watch the, you know, evening magazine thing and then text like, you inspired us. We went to taco time, you know, and then, uh, my brother-in-law was like, oh, I tried the new um, taco burger. I've, you know, I added beans like you suggested. It was <laughs> it was really good. And then I tried one with beans and corn salsa. Pretty good. But it, I mean, you really well, can't you can't add much because, yeah, exactly. It gets and it gets yeah. It's too unwieldy after that. That that's what I did last night as well. That was the first time I've had it since. Thanks. Also, we should shout out the Factoria Taco Time location, which grace, graciously hosted us for that podcast taping and the evening magazine interview, and then also provided us. It was a couple of days before the taco burger went back on the menu, but they provided us some free ones to try that night, which were top notch. Uh, but yeah, the the beans really help hold everything together because otherwise, like with the chicken in particular, you know, you were losing a bunch of the meat while you were trying to eat it. The the beans basically glue it back in, as Chris has talked about. Yeah, that's a very epicurean approach. <laughs> <laughs> the beef one is so good. I'm like, I haven't even thought about getting a chicken one, you know, even though that's fucking bomb too. Tristan, you said you tried jalapenos on there? Beans and jalapenos. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. 20 out of 10. Easy. (laughs) Back in the day. Pickled jalapenos. Like they're not spicy. They are. Okay. They are. That's the, I was going to say back in the day, I used to uh, put the, you know, I would eat like a chicken soft taco every day at, you know, on my lunch break. And I would put in like hot sauce and jalapenos in there. But uh, then I I grew up a little bit and was like, oh, you know, fresh jalapenos are, are very fucking nice. So like, I can't go back to the like taco time pickled jalapenos or something about the taste that like ruins everything. Randy, should we turn it over to you for the uh, taco time news segment? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, uh, I mean, yes. Okay. So taco time news uh, today, there was just a phenomenal uh, little read in the Seattle times. I saw the call for content two weeks ago. They'd asked people to submit their Seattle down and dirty unspoken rules of Seattle. Um, People responded, people responded in force and the the article came out today. So it's, it's what you would expect, right? We, it's not called the five here. It's I five, just like, you know, it's, it's not, it's Capitol Hill, not not Cap Hill. Uh, 
They talk about jaywalking. They talk about umbrellas. Can I can I tell a quick umbrella to, story? Uh, yes. So, so Monday was the groundbreaking of the Seattle Storms practice facility that we talked about on the Pelton cast recently. And one of the reporters who was there was saying that the storm should give away umbrellas or sell umbrellas, I think was his idea. And this was put to Sue Bird. And she was walking away at the end of the event. And she was like, no, no true Seattleite would ever use an umbrella. So kudos to Sue. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll, when I was in uh, New York a few months ago, it was fucking pouring rain. Every fucking single person had an umbrella. To me and the guy I was with from Tacoma, we're just like got our hoodies on and like trying, trying yeah. not to walk into an umbrella. Like literally, everybody had one. This was a New Yorker who proposed the idea. For the record, mm. oh, yeah, East Coast, East Coast is so different. Yeah, and Subert, who grew up on the East Coast and went to college on the East Coast, is so assimilated to Seattle lifestyle <laughs> that she trashes the umbrella. Fully Seattle pill. <laughs> we, we love to see it. Anyway, so in this article, they get down to talking about uh, food, right? And they talk about they talk about dicks, they talk about Starbucks, but the section starts with, here in Seattle, we think taco time is, quote, damn fine Mexican food, one reader said. Oh, and, then no. it, <laughs> and then it goes on to say, if you're not feeling Mexican food, it's always a good choice to opt for dicks. And then they, they go on and say that, you know, any any true Seattle light must defend the fact that Dix is better than in and out with their dying breath, regardless of how um, that may or may not be true. Objectively um, false, the statement is. Um, and then the thing that I thought was really interesting is that they say at Dix, it says, just don't order a, quote, Dix Deluxe, end quote, or everyone will know you're not from here, Noel Sheridan said. So it, I... I've read this and I assume it's because of the fact that you don't call it a Dix Deluxe. You just say, I want a Deluxe. Oh, thank you. I, I would thank go. You. It's those deluxe quotes. I, hope, I hope so. Cause otherwise. Uh... Yeah. I don't think it's about the quality of the Dix Deluxe. I've never called it a Dix Deluxe ever. No, never. You'd say you want two Deluxes, a special and a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. A, a Deluxe, a and fry, a, a, a cheese and a chocolate shake. Yeah. You right? don't like, say the full cheeseburger. You just go cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Cheese. It's just cheese. They're not gonna <laughs> give you a slice of American cheese because there's no special <laughs> orders, obviously. All right. So the uh, shouts to the Seattle Times today, you know, always holding it down for taco time. Okay. The other thing uh, <laughs> to throw out, um, this might be considered taco time news. So it was my birthday last weekend. Happy birthday. And um, oh thank you. And my uh, my uh my <laughs> whole birthday team... is somehow taco time news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is more of a taco time story, but I have it listed here in my it little is, yeah. uh, thing. Um so my team, God bless them. They they schedule me, and I don't like celebrating my birthday. Really, it's kind of I get a little like embarrassed. So they schedule me for a. It's called on my schedule mandatory lunch. Everyone must attend, <laughs> and for, like including Randy. Okay, so we show up, and there I posted a picture on Twitter. It is a mountain of taco time. Okay, dozens of dozens plural of crisp burritos, soft tacos tater fries, a handful of crisp tacos, and you'll see in the picture a cornucopia of little cups filled Ugh. with condiments. Okay? Every condiment under the sun. Would anyone like to guess what these amateurs did not get? <laughs> Let's let James guess. We all know the answer. I would just guess the salsa. Correct. There was no hot sauce. Not a single cup of the hot sauce to be seen. There was little things of like sour cream. <laughs> there were there were. This is when you knew it was bad. Like like you no know, white corn salsa, jalapenos, yeah. all the types of salsas. Right. There was like even a cup sauce. of yeah. the sweet chili sauce that comes on the coconut shrimp baja. A couple of little cups of that. I didn't even know you could get that on the side. Yeah, I did. I feel like I have not seen that as an option because I do like that. Because sauce, here, I think but... this was a drive-through situation. I think they showed up and were like, "Hi, can we get ten crispy? Oh, can no we get way. ten of the following like things? Could we get these things? Or maybe they, I think they just said, can we get like two of every like you know condiment that you have?'" And they probably said like, "Do you want hot sauce?" And they're like, "Oh no, I've got one." Who knows? Either way, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to tell them because it was such a like active service and love and it came from a really good place but i knew that the next time we met i could come here and 
Uh, shouts to all of my coworkers who now listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had to wait for a publicly available podcast. <laughs> These feelings could not be expressed in private. I mean, haven't we talked about it before? The last one, have, they're being kind of weird with the hot sauce lately. Well, so, oh, really? How? Just limiting the quantity that you can order with each item. How many do you guys get? <laughs> I usually get like six. But I order. <laughs> I normally, I normally I order get a lot like of two food. if it's just for me. Yeah, and I think the limit is something like eight or twelve. It depends on the location. But I will say this: as the the other guys here know. My, my office is filled with some very peak Taco Time faithful folks. And they were the ones who they like, they walked into like the kitchen and they see the big thing full of all the condiments and they quietly like come up to me and kind of whisper in my ear like, so they didn't get any hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, I know, I know who the like ride or dies are in the office. They, the true colors really shine through, but you know, it was a very touching gesture and they packed up a bag of all of the leftovers to send, send me home with. So I come home with 10 crisp burritos. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> yes. And so what I did was I, I quartered all of them and froze them into little crisp burrito bites. And tonight was the first time we made them in the air fryer from frozen. From little, frozen. Like, huh? Little cr- crisp burrito nuggets from frozen. Pretty good. Uh, four stars. I need to know, <laughs> you know, from I haven't done this from frozen. So I really need to know, you know, from Frozen, what do we got? What are the settings? Yeah. Yeah, I did 15 minutes, 375. Okay. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. And they were already chopped up? Yeah, I cut them up for the freezing so that Mm. they were ready to go. And we had some leftover, I had some leftover like fried footballs from dim sum. We threw those in there tonight too. Like it was kind of like a little smorgasbord of frozen things. But anyway. To go back to the hot sauce. I, I noticed in James's comment on Dear Elite Reviewer, you mentioned that you would buy the hot sauce if they sold it in stores. And it feels like that would be perfect for this scenario if you could just have that stashed in the pantry at yeah. the Space Hotel just in case someone forgot. Totally. Break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> <laughs> What's the shelf life on a hot sauce, though? Yeah, it'd have to be a different recipe for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, back in the day, it it didn't last long at all. Like the containers would explode if you had oh. them like in your fridge for like a week, probably max. And then they would just kind of blow up, but uh, they don't do that anymore. So I would say, you know, two weeks is kind of a long time, but I like, I usually end up getting pretty much one hot sauce for everything I order. And then I don't end up using all of them, but then I'll put one like in a fucking uh, cup, cup of noodle or you know for the record I, i'm downloading the app right now yes, oh, yes. <laughs> there we go fully converted full page app. you're welcome I, can i come out against hot sauce being available in like a package or whatever it's this- not going to be the same if they packaged it because you have you have to change it the recipe and it's like it's going to be you know to make it last or whatever it's not going to work if it's in the jars exploding, doesn't that mean it's fermenting? I'm really curious on what it would be like fermented. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't do that anymore that I've noticed, but it definitely uh, did, you know, like 20, 20 years ago. They made it. less explosive hot sauce now. Yeah. More uh, shelf stable. It's like a Nobu version of, not Nobu, a uh, Noma version of Taco Time hot sauce. Just ferment everything. <laughs> Kimchi taco burger. Hell yeah. There should be some things that you should only be able to get in certain places, though. I agree. And you should have to go and do the work of going to Taco Time to get the hot sauce. You can put it in other stuff after if you've done it or whatever. But, like, if it was just around, it wouldn't be special anymore. That's fair. True. All right. Well, I don't know where we ended up as far as a coins total, but I think James definitely <laughs> earned, earned, the, earned the extra life on this one. I'm just honored to be here, to be honest. So. Well, you've been a terrific guest. And again, thanks so much for your role and helping bring Taco Talk and Taco time to uh, <laughs> to the masses, I guess. Hey, I'm glad I could help. All right. Well, thanks so much to James Lim for joining us. We have another quick segment here. Those of you who were at last year's Peltoncast Live Spring 2022, sadly not Randy, may remember that we had first taco first timers on the podcast and in particular 
we were shocked by the story of Ben Shorsh, who had basically never had almost any fast food growing up. So it was new, not just to taco time, but pre- almost the entire concept of fast food. And we are excited to welcome him back to Pelton Cast Live Spring 2023. This time, though, we're going to do a full Taco Time concierge ahead of time right now so that we can come up with your recommendation for what you should eat between now and then, and then come tell us what you thought of it on April 21st at Beltown Yacht Club. Perfect. Can't wait. Thanks so much for having me. I was thinking we were going to surprise him at the live show with our uh, selections of food and make him eat like eight things. <laughs> that, would, that would be good but uh safer i think to make sure that we have this planned ahead of time and then we can do the content so uh like i said normally when we do taco time concierge with people a lot of the questions are what do you eat at other you know taco uh places fast food restaurants often what, what are your favorites in your case that's tough to do because you've eaten so few places do we have an updated list of fast food you have eaten yes I went to McDonald's. I went actually yes. twice um, over the weekend and um, tried all sorts of different things. And my mind was my mind was opened. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, still have not hit Taco Bell yet. Um, no Wendy's, no KFC. Oh, I did. I got a vanilla milkshake from KFC. Actually, I don't know if that counts. Uh, um, Frosty. <laughs> No. What? No, he hasn't been. They're from KFC. Who gets a milkshake oh, at KFC? Sorry. I was saying, I was still thinking of Wendy's. I didn't even know KFC did milkshakes. Yeah. I was already there. I had already eaten. I was like, I'm gonna get a milkshake, and it it wasn't a great milkshake. Yeah, but no shit. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. Shouldn't be surprised. You might not know this because you you don't eat fast food, but uh, most places that have a milkshake machine. Well, they'll just tell you that it's not working right now. So it's kind of even oh. lucky that it's even lucky that you got one. I feel like okay. Well, I, f- <laughs> I felt really lucky after the fact, and then I and then I I spilled it over, all over the milkshake, uh, all over the hood of my friend's car. Yeah, it was probably better there than in your mouth. Like, let's get real. I, <laughs> like I wow. I we're we're all learning yeah. something new today here, aren't we? I didn't even know KFC had a milkshake. <laughs> yeah. I, man, but a milkshake sounds bomb with some fried chicken right now. It does. It does sound pretty good. <laughs> Important follow-up. When you went to McDonald's, uh, did you try the breakfast at all? Yes. I had I had <laughs> an Egg McMuffin. I had an Egg McMuffin and hash browns. What'd you think? Um, Solid. Very delicious. One of the better, like fast food breakfast sandwiches i i would uh I, I would describe and the hash brown was was solid as well there you have it another subscriber to never after 10 30 a.m our <laughs> breakfast podcast That's right. all right i'm gonna have a fucking mcgriddle before the live show and i will have sausage burritos before the live show <laughs> yeah that's what we need to do we need to do it yeah. at the live show great call uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that it was an April Fool's Day joke that it, the Pelton Cast Network was expanding, but we are definitely going to continue doing Never After 10.30 a.m. is a segment <laughs> within Talking Taco Time. It's like a Russian nesting doll of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and when we when we launch um, whatever TBD name of um, fast food desserts that you really should avoid podcast <laughs> i mean i'm thinking of how niche can we get like the kfc milkshake podcast has got to yeah. be like the core of the russian nesting doll there's a there's a food <laughs> dessert joke in there or food desert dessert joke in there somewhere <laughs> that should provide the name of this yeah something like kentucky fried nightmares or i don't know like we'll we'll, we'll work we'll, we'll workshop it we have we have weeks give, give us time so ben uh what about have you frequented taco trucks in the past is that part of your your eating history yeah i love i love food and i love um so yeah um there's a little taco truck i went to on the east side in bellevue just randomly i was over there and it was absolutely delicious so yeah i love um really anything um i just have not i'm 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 new to the whole culture so i'm excited to learn were you just eating baby food before this or? Yep. Yep. Strictly <laughs> applesauce and yogurt, actually, every day. Sick. 
go uh, there. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, my mom just wanted us to would eat really healthy and never took us on on a, on road trips. Our fast food was like Subway and Starbucks. Um, so that was that was as far as I got. And all right, so we haven't gotten a lot to narrow it down now. At the live show, you tried all three types of crisp burritos that we had there: the the beef, the chicken, and the pinto bean. Correct. So, and I actually went back to Taco Time a couple of months ago and got um, a beef and a chicken, and um, both were delicious. You haven't ve- ventured outside the crisp burrito territory as yet, so you've got a lot of the menu still to explore. Yes, yes. All right, what are we thinking here, Tim? <laughs> well, I just have to go. I just have to start with something here for Ben and really for, for, for Ben's mom and healthy fast food eaters everywhere. (laughs) Taco time is so much fresher and natural than Subway could ever hope to be. Let's just start right there. I'm sure like the lettuce that you're getting on your sub at Subway is being ripped out of a plastic bag and dumped (laughs) into a little thing and not like, hand cut shredded every morning in the restaurant so like i just need to like 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 <laughs> i'm like subway today <laughs> yeah <laughs> but here's the thing but chris no this is just more of a, there's subway has its just as all yeah. fast eat food fresh, items bro. have their time and place right like you know subway eat fresh taco time good good fresh fresh it's literally fresh, twice fresh, as fresh yeah <laughs> fresh, fresh, delicious, literally twice as fresh as subway okay so with that behind us, obviously, crisp burrito we got in the bag. I feel like our my number one thing to put on the table is a chicken soft taco with pumpkin seeds. Mm, interesting. Okay. I think that's yeah. a for me, that treat. is my kind of like right out the gate. Can't can do no wrong. It's the chicken soft taco in most people's mind is I think that's been in the final four of the bracket before the chicken soft taco has a place in sort of taco time um, lore as being like a classic item. And then the, the add pumpkin mm-hmm. seeds is the modifier that I think takes it to the next level. So I think I would put that out as my, um, my selection. Yeah. I would say maybe throw in some corn salsa in there too, but you don't want to add like too many things, but they like the corn salsa and a chicken soft taco, like go to good, you know, together, great. And then, yeah, throwing the pumpkin seeds, too. Yeah. Bomb. Are we going to recommend the okay. taco burger? Where do we stand on that for Ben? Yeah, I recommend every single human being should have a taco burger. And you should go with beef first, but chicken's, you know, great, too. But, yeah, this way, if you get a chicken soft taco, you can balance it out with the beef taco burger. Make sure to add pinto beans for the kind of <laughs> to stick it together, basically. Very important. Yep. And then... Okay. Have you had, so truly only Chris Brito, I think you need to get tater fries as well, um, right? That is kind of a, I think again, in the classic taco time, like Pantheon, Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call it, tater fries are fresh, choice. Fresh as you can, or, you know, reheat them up in the air fryer. In the air fryer. And then to dip them in, Ben, this is where you really got to stay with <laughs> me, okay? You got to get- Listening. Lean in. Taking Lean notes. In. Yeah, yeah, I am on my phone right here. <laughs> so what you need to do is you need to get a cup of ranch yep. and you need to get a cup of hot sauce and you need to mix those two together. And that is what you need to be dipping these tater fries in. You will not be disappointed. It's spicy. It's creamy. It's everything you've ever mm-hmm. wanted and more. You're welcome. I hardly ever like mix them together. I just do it a fucking dunk. Dunk, I do the dunk. Yeah, you, know? you do. Yeah, the dun- I do the dunk in the ranch and then into the hot sauce. I'm sure yep. it would work fine the other way, but the ranch. No, it, the ranch biscuit. slides off of the exactly. If you do the hot sauce first. The ranch yeah. won't kind of stay on there. So yeah. So any combination, however you <laughs> deliver it all together as one little morsel, good to go. Okay, beautiful. I mean, I especially think we talked on the Never After Ten Thirty A.M. pod about the overlap between the the you know, the crunch and the texture of tater fries and McDonald's hash browns. So if you like the hash mm-hmm. browns, I think it's a good sign you're going to like the tater fries as well. 100%. Okay, and, fantastic. Yeah. And you might as well throw some crustos in there. Ooh. You know? Some what? Some crustos. They're the little, uh, you know, it's like the... Um, 
it's their desserts, desserts that they have yeah. at K- KFC, but <laughs> yeah, imagine if if you like a like a it's hard to de- it's hard to describe. I think it's a it's a cut up flour tortilla that's fried and covered in cinnamon sugar. Like yeah. okay, how can you not? Get I can get it? behind that. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like an elephant ear meets a churro meets a tortilla chip Ooh. meets a like it's just all kinds of um, all kinds of good. Do they still have the churro there? They don't. They oh, they used to have churro uh, okay. bites. Ooh, they were bomb. R.I.P. <laughs> so I feel like we've come up with a good meal here for Ben, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing from you again at Peltoncast Live on April 21st. And then we'll release it as a podcast afterwards. What you think of this this new expanded menu item? How much it uh, expands your mind further about Taco Time? Yeah, make sure you get plenty of hot sauce. Okay. Get pl- okay. Yeah. Get yeah. Get yeah, enough when, so you have leftover. Yeah, and when you when you have your Chris or when you have your chicken soft taco, that's a like you like pour a little bit in and have a bite, and then yep. like yeah, that mm-hmm. just ha- make sure and you're gonna with this meal. I mean, just go ahead and order six hot sauces just in case. Like you, yeah. you don't want to be empty handed. Okay. I went I went old school last week. Uh, like back in the day, I used to like get taco time. Then I'd open it up myself and put the hot sauce in there. But now I'm just like a dump it on every bite guy. But I just last week I was like, I'm going to unwrap this thing. Let's go old school. And uh, I, went, I went back to dunking after that. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. Well, Ben, thanks so much for joining us again. We look forward to seeing you at uh, Pelton Cast Live. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Hell yeah, bro. And thank you for listening.